Gene and Roger is the story of the two most powerful, influential movie critics of their time, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert. You can find Gene and Roger on the Big Picture feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a quick trailer. It seemed like a crazy idea for a TV show. Take two rivals and let them duke it out about movies. But Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert quickly became the most popular film critics in the country. Millions of viewers tuned in to see whether they vote thumbs up or thumbs down. This is the story of two unlikely superstars who changed the way we argue. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Brian Raftery, and this is Gene and Roger. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. We are down to just four guys. Final four. Real quick. Can you believe it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I actually can't believe it. I feel like we got here uh, super quick, Um, but it feels like it makes sense. Like there was clearly two guys that we weren't really understanding how they made it into the final six. Um, and she cut the fat pretty quick. She really did. And she, this week, I mean, she just was like chopping away with her machete. It's like, not into you. You gotta go. Brendan, you're out. I mean, Mike she didn't even P, like waste time. Out. She was like, don't even come on the group date. Like, I know I liked it. I did like that though, because a group date with just four guys is kind of great. It made me realize they should do more like small group dates where there's like, they, they have to like really interact with each other and they can't all gang up on one person because it's like a much smaller group. Yeah. Also with the small group dates, like you get to see what everyone did at the group date. Like, I feel like there's the huge ones where you saw like three people and I'm like, something else happened with this other guy that we don't know about. Like even her picking Justin, I was like, what 
connection do you have with him? But I'm sure there's things that were on the group date of 17 that like we didn't see where she actually like had good time with him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's funny. I was saying this last week or maybe we were talking about it. I feel like I don't really know anything about Justin. Like he seems fun. He makes a lot of good faces. She clearly likes him, but like we know so little about him. So like when we finally meet his family, like what will we even know? Like I, I like, who, like what do we even want to know? I have no idea. He could like come from any family and be like, okay, sure. Yeah. But I also like when she chose Justin, obviously I was like, what? I was shocked did not expect it. But I was also like, like on paper, he is someone that I feel like you should choose for your final four. Yeah, totally. Totally. Mostly because like, I just want more. He just seems like, I feel like there's a lot of good, good Justin in there and we're not getting it. So maybe, maybe in these final weeks, it'll get teased out. Who knows? Agreed. Um, he see, I feel like she's picked the kind of, usually I feel like there's always one that you're like, I mean, she likes him, but I don't get it. Well, I guess no, Greg, Never mind. Yeah, but even Greg, I think I get it, even though we don't like him. I'm not even sure at this point why I don't like him. I just, like, don't trust him. I don't even dislike him. I think I'm more just like, what is... A, I, just, I, don't, I just don't get... I don't get the... I don't get the Greg appeal. I don't, I don't either. We'll come back to their date. That was a weird one. But um, <laughs> on, the, on the group date, we'll, we'll want to dig into Andrew Ask. I know you're a huge fan, but... Group date? What would your what were your thoughts? Because I talked about this on Monday. The group date, though it was like so dumb, I think was like some of the most fun of the season. I was like, this is this is what I come to The Bachelor for. Exactly this kind of crap. I think I would have enjoyed the group date if it was like a standalone and like not next to all the other group dates. Mm. But I'm like, every group date does not have to have sex somewhere mixed up in it. Like <laughs> okay. Every single one, like everyone, like when she revealed her picture, I was like, why can't we just get a break of not something sexual? Yeah, I know. That being said, we got great content out of the date. Uh, I think the guys actually like enjoy each other. Doesn't seem like there's any drama between the people that were on the date. Like they were all laughing at each other. They all thought each other were like, there was no shade being thrown they seemed like they were having a good time. I I wonder also if part of how like the last couple of seasons the guys have liked each other is also because of COVID. Because people are just like glad to be hanging out and just like glad <laughs> to like have a semblance of a social life. And like you're like, okay. Because I feel like also, you know, it's July, obviously. They filmed March, April. I feel like that was still like a really different time. Like people were like really had not been that social if you were following a lot of COVID stuff. So like, but I feel like that probably plays into it a little bit. Yeah. Also, I would have to assume like in past seasons, they're like in a house around each other 24 seven. And now they kind of like have their separate rooms. And from like past contestants on the show, you find out that like a lot of their time is spent just like hanging out with each other in the house. So I'm like, is a lot of their time just spent in their room? So anytime they get out, they're like ready to go on whatever date, whatever adventure and just like love having an activity. Yeah, I mean, it it might be. There's like something to actually do because they're in their hotel rooms. They must take the TVs out so they can't watch television. They don't have phones. Like they can't do anything. And they don't and they're just stuck at this one resort. So they're also like there's this is something to do. And I feel like the art date is like it's like a relaxing activity even if it's still on television and like a weird sexual art date. Yeah, I also was wondering how much they were drinking. 
Mm. Like it seemed like they were extra giggly, extra talkative. Um, Glad you brought that up. Yeah. I was like, is there, are they all drunk? I think that they, they're these people, Katie included have been more drunk than, than like in recent seasons. Like I think last week when she went to the bathroom crying and like had to throw up, I think that was from drinking. I don't think that was from (laughs) being upset. (laughs) And like, if you're, and it does seem like they're just sort of like looser. And, but if I were, again, if I were in their position, I too would just be like, let's just booze. Like, why not? 100%. 100%. La- <laughs> I was watching game six by myself. Vaginas, like, yeah. Go ahead. yeah. I was watching game six by myself and I was like, I'm just going to have some wine. And I was like, open the fridge and I was like, I'm just going to empty out some of these bottles. I have like a few open ones. And I'm just like, why not? How old were the bottles? Um, <laughs> After being gone for yeah, what <laughs> One was like really old. It was white wine. It was like really old. So I mixed it with Spindrift so it wouldn't taste as bad. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is fine. Just you cleaning out so my fridge weird is that there's times now where I'll have a sip of wine and I'll be like, Ooh, when did I open this? And it'll be like a week, maybe. Yeah. Not that bad. Um, I didn't know prior to maybe like 26 years old that wine went bad. Yeah. So we would drink wine that was like open four months ago. I wouldn't even <laughs> be able disgusting. to tell the difference. Like That's I would disgusting. just be like, Oh, let's just drink it. It's alcohol. And now if I, I can tell if it's like been out for two days. I think in college, the people I was around drank a lot of skunked beer, like a lot. And didn't really, I was just like, whatever. What just go skunked with it. beer? Like, oh, beer has gone bad. Like when it's been like refrigerated, taken out of the refrigerator, put back in or really old or Interesting. Just like, Never heard that term. It all goes bad. I also don't drink beer. Never have. Um, so that's probably ever. That. Never had a beer phase? Never. They don't I've drink had, beer like, on the show very often. When Andrew S. had a beer a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, wow, beer, because it's beer. so infrequent. Yeah, I've had like sips of beer randomly, hmm. um, which is, you know, it's not normal since I went to the University of Florida. Um, sure. But I was much more of a vodka and tequila drinker. Wow. In, in college. Yeah, probably not great, but had a lot, lot of fun. So it worked out. In high school, um, on the mean streets of the Upper West Side, I used to have a lot of uh, 40s of beer and shots <laughs> of peach schnapps, which like we thought was really cool. And that was the that was kind of it. And then Bacardi 151 was introduced around my senior year of high school and a lot of vomiting from that. So maybe that's what Katie was having. <laughs> the only thing I will say is I had a deep Four loco phase. I don't know what that's called. Is that? Is I don't that know, but I um, you're adjacent. I once made four loco. I like ordered these these like I ordered like these tablets from Europe. It was a whole thing. Anyway, so for, that's another podcast. It's for our drinking podcast. <laughs> not sure if that's safe. Um, it's definitely no, not. <laughs> I don't think that any of them were sloppy. I no. was just like they seem like they're like having fun, they're having a good time. Yeah, I felt like the the group date was kind of like what you would do with this four group of guys or with like 65 year old women who have like a glass of wine and they're, <laughs> and they're trying to like have a good time. And I don't know, be, be in touch with themselves. I, I don't know. It was, I, I liked it though. I was like, this is the dumb stuff that I was hoping for. And everyone, everyone delivered. Like, yeah. what do you think Blake drew? What, like, what do you think that was? I thought he drew a literal, vagina and a literal penis like right next to each other because i mean in general those are pretty easy things to draw 
Like I, I at first I was like, oh, maybe he's he's drawing people like actually having sex. But I was like, what? There's no way I could draw that. Like I'm a horrible like artist. I assume that Blake is near my level mm. um, or in between, you know, a three-year-old in my level. So like an actual vagina. Actually, I think I would probably struggle <laughs> drawing, drawing a vagina. Of course. I, I, drawing <laughs> anything would be hard. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't do like any of it. I think I would do what Michael A does did and go with the clay otherwise i don't know what i would have done or stick figures like justin who's a painter <laughs> wait was it no wasn't it andrew who, who drew? he did sushi oh sushi. he did the sushi oh he did the sushi it made no sense <laughs> i think he was saying i'm gonna like eat my way to your heart as in eat you out oh interesting that didn't occur to me huh so he that was like a save. That was like what he said. Like we we both are both in foodies. Yeah, he was like, we're both foodies. He specifically picked sushi, which I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's why he's saying that. And then the inside of the sushi, I thought he was trying to like draw a vagina. Yes, I thought that as well. And then, and he, then like, he had the guy like sticking his tongue out. Oh, interesting. Uh, that didn't register for me. And You're totally right though. When he said it in the interview, he like kind of like smiled afterwards. So I was like, oh, okay. That's what he was saying. Oh my God. Maybe that's why um, she ran after him at the end. And she was like, actually, don't leave. <laughs> Which like also. Let's just talk about Andrew S and his, his, uh, his exit. <sighs> yeah, A lot of people I'm... calling for him to be the bachelor, including Katie. She commented on his Instagram, Andrew for bachelor. Um, yeah. Including me. I love Andrew S. I thought he did such a great job on the show. I was furious with his exit. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? In what way? Just because like they've shown so much of him. And I'm like, how is he not in the final four? Like, I just, I, I understand why she picked Justin. Like, it's not like I'm like mad at it, but I'm like, the show led us to believe that Andrew S was going to be in the final three, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it made it seem like he was going really far. All the teasers have really played up her crying about him and and all that. So that's definitely true. I also feel like we know way more about Andrew than every other guy that's left. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like more than, yeah, even Greg and, and Blake. Everyone. Like I feel, We know the most about Andrew's background. We know, also, I just feel like we know his personality the most, mm-hmm. which is like fun and playful and likes to do a British accent. That's that's a really good point. We do know the most about him, which definitely suggests Bachelor edit. But the thing about the Bachelor is that there's still a whole other season of the Bachelorette to go through. Like maybe there'll be someone great for Michelle's season. I wonder also, if Andrew's gonna go to Paradise. Hmm. That hasn't been announced yet. And I think that like he would need to go to Paradise if really oh to like stay to like stay relevant. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe his football career gets in the way. I I, I actually, I have a question for you. I had never heard the phrase, all athletes die twice. Was that like, is that like something that you've heard before? No. Uh, no. Also, <laughs> you're like, absolutely not moving no, on. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 the whole talk about his career was that I was kind of like, I mean, you clearly want to retire. Yeah. It's ready to move on. Oh, he's back I, in Austria. Which is, oh, he is. I, per his Instagram. That's what it looks like. Because I was just like, I feel like don't try to make it seem like I'm, I'll retire for you. And it's like, no, you're probably not making great money. 
it's time to retire. You're about to be an influencer. Everyone fucking loves you. You know, everyone's going to love you. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those guys who knows that he's beloved. Like he knows how people are responding to him. I can't imagine. I feel like probably most of his life in classrooms, on teams, in social settings, he has to be one of the stars of the show. Like he's just like a teddy bear. Yeah, totally. And he just seems easy to be around. I I, I say this a lot, but like, I think on this show, being easy to be around gets you so far because most of these guys are psycho. They're yeah. like Brendan showing up with the chapstick, like ready to make out his way to, <laughs> to, to home towns. Andrew's actually, like, just wants to joke around. Love that they showed him putting on Me the chapstick. Too. I love it too. <laughs> I mean, this was a good episode. Like it was, it was just fun. And like, it was frivolous and silly. And that was like one of the moments that you're just like, okay, great, great stuff. It sort of was like when you chew gum right before a date or like when you, yeah, when you're just getting ready. Also, I felt like you could see his thought process. Like he got to the door, knocked on it, and was like, oh, yeah. Let me put chapstick on really quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Also, because it's so funny, like the stuff they are and are not allowed to have. Like, obviously, all the women have like tons of makeup. So it like makes sense that like the men would have chapstick. But I don't really think about like what are the products that that the guys would want to have outside of like protein powder and hair gel. Yeah. Do they have hairdressers on the the set for the women? They have to do their own hair. They do it themselves. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like that's a little problematic. Well, it definitely, you know, some women need, I think, you know, different routines. Some take it forever. I don't know how to do anything with my hair, like personally. So like, I I'm always ready in like 15 minutes. I just like put on a minimal amount of makeup and like hopefully have showered sometime recently. Who knows though? (laughs) And so I feel like, but some women have like a huge, huge routine. So who knows? Yeah. But also like different textures of hair. Like I can't do my own hair. Mm, right. I, I mean, I don't even think my texture is that difficult. I just don't know how to do hair. I mean, either. So, that's like, what I'm saying. I, I, I can like maybe flat iron it and that's it. I can't even do that. I don't, I would, I would just have like wet hair all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I would have hoped that I would have showered recently so that my hair would be dry, <laughs> but like I would also be clean. It's hard to say though. <laughs> yeah, much easier for a guy, but I, they seem to have haircuts. No, I don't think so. No, they I don't have so. to. They have no, well, it's not that long of a time. It's like max. Like yeah, but, these guys have been there for like six or seven weeks, so it's not that long. Yeah, but like, I mean, black guys get their hair cut like every week. Right. right. But I don't, I don't think none of them seem to have like crazy edges. So I'm like, maybe, maybe one of the guys there knows how to do, to do it. Yeah. yeah. That might be possible. I'll have to do a comparison of Andrew week one and we Andrew week. Se- I guess this was seven. Yeah. Maybe his hair. Mm. Andrew, I, I, was, I think it is longer. I'm going to look, I'm going to look as well. Okay. Well, we'll report back next week. <laughs> what did you think about the card? And then him, her and, inviting him back and then him saying no. Like the whole sequence of events, what did you think? Um, I think he made the right decision by saying no. Cause it's like, I'm still bottom of the totem pole. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming back and then getting eliminated next week. That's what's going to happen. Right. You want yeah. those four over me. So I think he made the right decision. Um, I didn't hate the card, but you can't say you're you're there whenever. And then she's like, okay, then come back. And you're like, well, not now. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it wasn't like a real offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I also thought, it, you know, it was cute. Like his personality is definitely like 
more on the light side. So I can understand him being like, I really did not feel good leaving our relationship off on that note. He probably hasn't had to do that much. Yeah. Um, so I, I get why he was like, let's just leave this on a lighter note. Zero percent chance. I'm giving you one last kiss. <laughs> Zero. I know. If you say no and you're like, I'm not sorry, I'm not coming back. It's like, okay, bye. I guess yeah. she just likes making out with him. It's probably a thing. Maybe. I'm like, if she would have asked me, I would have been like, no, go kiss one of your other four boyfriends. Like, right. no. What are we right. kissing for? I kind of don't also, understand like, it. It's not like this could lead to something else. Right. Like we're standing in front of a car. It's a kiss and then I'm going to get in. I don't need it. Save right. it. <laughs> Save your spit. <laughs> I feel like for you, the germaphobe, uh, threshold is also like is it really worth it not at all that's what I was thinking when they kissed I was like why what are you doing it's Um, true who like who gains more from that him or her I guess him yeah I mean I guess he's like he's like just like fine whatever let's like make out and I'm out she makes out with him and then is like oh fuck did I make the wrong decision right right Ah. also if I'm the other four guys watching this back, I'd be like, what? So you, so you asked him to stay? You asked him <laughs> to stay and for one last kiss? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I just think so, that she, she, I think she clearly just likes to have fun. Like, she just seems like she likes to goof off, like, in, in, a, in a way, a cool way. I felt like this week I related more to Katie than ever before, where she was just sort of, like, not exactly sure about her choices, wearing that green T-shirt. We got to come back to that. Very decisive. I was going to say... I related to her more in every way but the green t-shirt. I think it's fine to wear a t-shirt. Like I wear a t-shirt, not exaggerating, 99% of my days on earth. Um, <laughs> like but, a designer t-shirt or like Katie t-shirt? Both. Whatever yeah. I feel in the morning, you know? Okay. Um, but like the t-shirt was like for a four-year-old boy, I feel like. It wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like a cute... Like I can wear a plain t-shirt, a target t-shirt, but like sure. it, the way she just like wore it, I was like, for, I don't get it. It was like, um, a Gildan t-shirt that like hadn't been screen printed yet. And I do have a lot of shirts like that, but I don't wear them outside. They're like mostly for like being at home or sleeping Lounging. or like, yeah. Or going to like the beach or something. Like I basically treat them like cover-ups essentially. It just, it, I, I liked it because I found it very relatable. I was like, yeah, Katie, sometimes I also just need to put on a, a really basic t-shirt and jeans and do my thing. But you're right. Like you could get a really plain t-shirt that fits a little bit better. I, yeah, I also wear a lot of t-shirts. Or like wear it cuter. I was just like, I can't imagine putting on jeans, which maybe also jeans is like a big deal to me. Like if I'm putting on jeans, like I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise I'm not wearing jeans. So to put on makeup, have your hair done, put on jeans and you're like, you know what? And this t-shirt, it's kind of weird. What do you think about her crop tops with jeans? Well, her abs have looked phenomenal this season. They've looked very good. I think it's funny. She's got a real millennial style, which again, I relate to as a millennial, but like she wears, she's 30. She wears a side part. She wears skinny jeans. She wears these crop tops. And like, again, like this is all very familiar to me, but I thought we were moving in the Gen Z direction. Like if you go back and you look at Matt's season, all, except for Katie, like all of the girls have middle parts and they're like wearing like cool hip jeans and they look like, they look like TikTok influencers. Katie's like a straight up Instagram influencer. It's a generational divide. 
And I, again, I no shade. I relate. I, Katie, I see you. I feel you. But I, I find it surprising. Yeah, I'm a middle parter. Um, Have you always been? I think so. That's what I was just trying to think. I was like, am I doing this now because of that? I don't know. I feel like I've I've been a middle parter for a while. I'm not opposed to the side part. I just sure. wear it in the middle more. I've been a side part person for like I 20 years. I am against the baggy jeans. Hmm. Because I'm six foot. Right. So like baggy jeans, it's like, I feel like I'm just like pushing closer and closer to Shrek and like further and further away from Victoria's Secret model. You know what I mean? More like Fiona than Shrek. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiona. I'm just like, I don't know if I can really pull this off. I'm like. Uh, The thing is, a lot of these Gen Z styles are not flattering unless you're really skinny. Unless super skinny. Yeah. It, unless you're like very clearly like there's like a tiny body in there and it's like somewhat alluring. Otherwise, it's not it's not very attractive. So there's a, it's true for like so many of the styles that are back. I will not be going back to um, anything. I, I will never be leaving high rise jeans like for the rest of my life. So I wish everyone the best and with their with their low rise struggles. You'll soon realize it's not the way. But I, I just not. think. I think Katie commented somewhere on social media that she dressed herself. And I I have heard ah. that things were a little rocky with Katie in production. Um, oh, by, interesting. By the end. And I have to guess that some of that is related to the styling because <laughs> the green shirt is like the green shirt seen around the world now. So many people have commented on it. And again, I did like it, but I acknowledge it's really different than most bachelorettes. And also just like not even... It's just not really a date outfit unless you're like going hiking in like Runyon Canyon or something like that. Even then, you don't couple the shirt with the jeans, with the makeup, with the hair, like all of it put together. I was just like, I can't make this puzzle piece fit. To it's a place confusing. Where I'm comfortable. It's yeah. confusing. I did like her sundress though. And obviously the guys do too. They drew that, in, someone drew that into one of their paintings. Oh, I think that was Justin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting about the production. I could see her just being like, no, I'm not wearing that. Or like, yeah, I don't absolutely. feel comfortable wearing that. For her to lose all of the weight that she did, which I don't know how much it was. I don't even think it was that much, but she got down to like a really good size. And for her to still be like, still don't want to wear that. Yeah. Like, also, they probably have brand deals, right? They probably have like some kind of deals of like, if you wear this, you will be seen on the show, some kind of promotional thing. And then they probably like then have to apologize for their garment not being seen on The Bachelorette or or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what brand was the T-shirt. They should claim it immediately. <laughs> Fruit of the Loom, Hanes. Who, who I knows? mean, I would. It's getting yeah. so much press. Like, let people know who made the T-shirt. It's been a minute since Fruit of the Looms like gotten some good attention, really, since you know <laughs> Michael Jordan in the '90s. So that would be cool for them. But I swear Wait, to God, that, I think that was Haynes. You're right. That was Haynes. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Fruit of the Loom has ever had their moment. So this well, is their chance right now on this podcast. <laughs> let's yeah. let's go back to Andrew S for a second. I feel like I I really took us astray. Um, on the topic of style, though, his jeans for departure. We're so short. I was like, oh, I thought you were going to talk about his pants at the group date. I thought he was so cute. They were like dress pants, right? Yeah, they were like yeah. dress plaid, but with sneakers. And then he had like a nice little bomber on. Like he he's got a so European cute. style. Yeah, he's a European guy. European style. It looks um, good. But I have to assume, based on my brothers, it is really hard to have that Euro style and not be 
really super skinny and not that tall. Like he is a big, tall guy. It's like a running back. Props to you for figuring it out. Yeah, he he looks good. I wonder if he like gets he got a stylist of some kind. Maybe Clay helped him. His cousin, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, Clay is a big, tall guy who apparently knows every single person. A lot of connections. So many connections. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, I want to I want to want to mention Monday. I'm doing a home and home for the pod with uh, Peter and Dustin. Dustin knows Clay. That's why I mentioned Clay, it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, when they had the, I saw someone sent me a DM about them being cousins and I see them like standing next to each other mm. and I'm, I can't tell if they look alike or not. I don't think they do, but I don't know. Cousins are often like, so, you know, they're so far their genetic makeup is so far moved. Yeah. Like who knows? Yeah. Also like they could be second cousins. Like who knows what level of cousins they are? I, yeah, I don't know. I say that and my daughter and her cousins all look identical siblings. Well, that's that's <laughs> not common. That's not common. Um, Andrew was also subject of a little bit of controversy this week where uh, he was, uh, his, his tweets were, were dug up ones from, you know, seven years ago, some, some, some more recent. I mean, there was only one, I think that was like from 2020 that I thought was harmless, which was just bruh. Trump is hilarious. hilarious, Which I'm like, yeah, lots of people think that even people that are fully against Trump, like he, yeah, people entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I also think that like, I, I was lucky enough to not have social media as a teenager. I cannot imagine what, what horrific things I would have tweeted when I was in high school and the beginning of college. I'm not excusing Andrew S and to people who are offended. I, I understand. And you know, that's to each their own, but I do feel like he seems like he's changed and like, shouldn't, teens be able to change and like kids be able to change. Like that's the reason why when you commit a crime as a teen, you're not tried as an adult. Cause you're not done. You're not done as a human. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this with Justin too. I just, unless there is some like deep, dark shit there, mm-hmm. I f- kind of feel like we got to like, let some of this go. Like, yeah. We cannot keep doing this every time if it's just that if there obviously there were some of his tweets that you're just kind of like, eh, like probably shouldn't. Also, I would like to think that if he saw, I'm sure he's seen them. Like what is, if he's reading them, he's probably like, why did I tweet that? Like, yeah. I know not to tweet that now. I don't think that now or whatever it is. I don't think there was anything that was like too thought provoking, but like, you know, just saying dumb stuff on the internet. But like I, at- Seven years ago, like, also, I don't know. a lot. I think with both Justin and Andrew, both of them, you know, I, I think Justin handled it well. I don't know if Andrew's addressed it, but both both of them, more than anything, it's like misogynistic, and it's like it's just sort of like talking about women and like whether it's you know fat phobic or racist or whatever. It's just mostly to me, it's misogynistic, and that just has a lot about how men are raised in this country and like <laughs> and that's uh, sort of like something something that like we as a society need to work through and again i'm not trying to like let them off the hook or anything like that but that is sort of a reality yeah i mean i also think that it just says that they are teenage boys with their hormones rate raging yeah. yeah and like they're still like figuring out women for themselves like i don't know i yeah but for sure i don't think like it doesn't happen as much with women. Like 
I don't think you would even now I can say like when I was 14, I would for sure have said stupid stuff on the internet, but like, I don't think I'd be talking about like a guy's body or, Me neither. you know what I mean? Like, but do I think that that's what 14, 15 year old boys talk about? Yeah. yeah. Men are monsters. <laughs> there's, there's one thing I could tell you. Men are monsters. Boys are Maturity monsters. Maturity level of a 14 year old boy. Like even a 20 year old boy. It's very low. Even 25. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. So I don't know. I mean, Again, people, I don't, I don't yeah. want to just t- like, let them all off the hook and we're, we're kind of like laughing, but it's true. Like let's hope these people have grown. And I think Andrew has indicated that he has just Justin as well. So I'm, I'm choosing to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I, I understand if not everyone feels that way. I am choosing to also, I also think that like, you know, there's a difference between some of the things some people have said and like deep, dark, super hurtful. And like, if you were hurt by his tweets, like totally understand I'm not taking away from like you having those feelings. Um, I just like on this, on a scale of one to 10, like these are for both him and Justin, I think they're on the lower level of that scale. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I don't know. I, I I think we'll be seeing Andrew again. Like you said, we know him really the best of these guys. He seems like a fun hang. I, without a doubt of everyone from this season, Justin's my top pick to get a beer with. First of all, we know he drinks beer. Second of all... Wait, Justin uh, or Andrew? Sorry, Andrew. Excuse me, oh, Andrew. Okay, okay. No, Justin, I don't know what Justin drinks. He seems like a whiskey guy to me. But Andrew just seems like fun. Like, I'd be happy to meet him at a bar. Um. Yeah, I would meet from this season... Andrew and Blake. Okay. I knew you were going to say Blake. I, Forget it, Callie. You love Blake. <laughs> <laughs> but do they not seem like the most fun? Yes. Blake seems like also the type of person you can make fun of to his face and he takes it in stride. Totally fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just seem like, you know, let's have, like, I, I could have a good time with them. I also feel like they're the type of people you could just like drop in any friend group mm-hmm. and they won't be weird. Like, yes, they would make friends and be able to like kind of be a chameleon in any situation and be fine. Um, I wouldn't mind doing it with Justin, but I feel like I would have questions for him. I feel like you need to draw him out a little bit more. Yeah. Which I ask a ton of questions. Um, so that wouldn't be that hard for me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I, yeah, it just doesn't seem like it would necessarily be as fun, but maybe we'll find out next week that he's a, he's a riot. I don't know. I'm excited to see him with his family. Me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. 
Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's talk about Blake for a second. On Monday, I was very confused about why Brendan only said goodbye to Blake. And it turns out Blake recommended Brendan for the show. They're on the same hockey team in Toronto. And I guess there was a scene that wasn't aired where Brendan was like, Blake, bro, why did you recommend me for the show and then come on? And he was like annoyed that that Blake came came to the show, which fair question, Brendan. I like it. <laughs> yeah, actually, that changes things for me. I wonder, though, did at the time, did Brendan know who the Bachelorette was? Maybe not. And did Blake know who the Bachelorette was? I mean, Blake, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, Blake probably didn't. Yeah, Blake didn't know. And he was just like, yeah, go to the show. It was a great experience. And then Katie gets picked as Bachelorette and he's like, Mm. I want in on that. Yeah. Yeah. So then he, then he joins. That's what I would like to hope, hope for. It's probably, Brendan probably ended up on the show very similarly to Andrew S where Blake was like, Hey, I know someone who should be on it. Here you go. Bachelor people. And I'm sure Clay recommended Andrew. So what happens is you get cast kind of regardless of who the bachelorette is. Like you just sort of like end up in the casting pool and then they like see where you fit in essentially. So that's probably what happened here. So it's, I don't think it's a big deal, but I I kind of liked Brendan after this week and I wish we'd gotten more of him in general. That's my note. Like give us more of the guys being weird or genuine or silly, like just more of their real personality. Yeah. Um, Also, I was thinking like, like how many people did Blake recommend for the bachelor or bachelorette? Like I would assume probably a few, right? Like uh, you come back, you say it's a great experience. Like any good looking guy, you're like, Hey, you should go do that. Like that doesn't mean you're going to be on it. So like he could have recommended him and been like, dude, I didn't know you were going to get on the the next yeah. season. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So this, um, is not, this is not on him. Um, do you have anything more to say about Blake? Your, your main man? Cause I want to talk about Mike P and that really uncomfortable date. Uh, I don't think Blake is winning, but I am happy to see him with his family and get more time with him before he goes home. (laughs) Your love for Blake is so genuine. Let's move on. (laughs) Mike P. Mike P had the most horrible one-on-one. I can't. I mean, also, I just want to note, there's a headline on page six this today is that Mike P messed up and had oral sex and it's like is that messing up what are the rules here like i don't i don't know i'm i like, think we're all fine with that up? well he's supposed to be saving himself for marriage yeah but and i mean like messed up to who like who, who to like, god i don't i don't know man i don't know but i was just uh, like what's going also, on he here said that he's done other things before i think that she said that about him in the press i don't know if Mike andrew he, said that yeah andrew said it andrew said it andrew he didn't said say that himself Andrew said that Mike said it to him saying like, I've done other things. I assume that meant everything, but. Sure. Everything but intercourse. Sure. He apparently was on talking it out, which is Mike Johnson and Brian Abasolo's podcast. He said, I am not perfect. I'm not some perfect little, you know, golden boy. I'm very flawed human being. And that's what he said. (laughs) 
uh, he said, I've said this, I've talked with Katie about this. I'm very open. I may not have had like sex sex, but I've slipped up and I've had oral sex. For me, that was one of the moments where the two times I did slip up and do those things. Those were things that taught me actually the significance of why I was actually putting sex on such a pedestal. This doesn't help me understand Mike P more, but now we know what he said. And also yeah. two, two times, it's not a lot. I don't know. Two times in 30 something years. No, I think yeah. you're doing, you're doing good, bro. Seriously. Um, I also just don't care. Like, I don't think I look at someone any differently at all. If they've had sex with, well, not true. At, I a, think certain, if, at a certain number, you're like, well, that's a lot, but no, I'm the opposite. Have sex with 5,000 people. <laughs> totally fine. Won't judge you. You say you've had sex with zero. And I'm like, huh, why? Five thousand's a like, lot, Callie. Come on. I, I feel like I'll have more of a. I'd like to know more why you're this way of zero than sure. five thousand. Sure. I th- I At think- five thousand, I can I can deduce that you might have a sex problem. <laughs> sure. At five thousand, I agree. I I think that uh, I don't know. This is just like this becoming the personality is just like kind of annoying because it's not that interesting when he's told us it's because he's like religious and he wants to save himself. So like, it's just not that interesting. So this being Mike's personality, I don't really care about. I will say, I'm not sure I I like it more, but it is definitely um, more like podcast worthy that he kept talking about his mom on this like intimate date with Katie. It was so, (laughs) so uncomfortable. I mean, I just, Think he whispered to her, you remind is. me of your mo- of my mom when they're yeah. like cuddling. Oh, it's horrible. The whole thing was uncomfortable. And I also just feel like not the right person for the date. Even, even with him not being a, a, like, let's say he wasn't a virgin. It's just like, there's certain people whose personalities you know would be okay. And certain people whose wouldn't. What we've seen from Mike, not the date for him. Um, so kind of set up for failure there. Um, I, I mean, it was unbelievably cringy to me. Um, and it has nothing to do with him being a, a virgin. It was just uncomfortable. Yeah, it absolutely. It was uncomfortable. And the fact that he sort of was, I, I just can't, can't get over how much he was like emphasizing how much he's like looking for a nurturer, <laughs> like his mom. I was just like, I need to quit this date right now. This is horrible. <laughs> and like, I felt like my ears hurt from, from cringing. Like I was cringing so hard. My ears started hurting. That was way more uncomfortable than that's like way more red flag to me than anything having to do with how much sex he has or has not had and what he has and has not done. I was like, this is indicates an emotional thing to me that I, I do not, I would not want to take on. I'm just be like, no, thank you. Um, I will say in his defense, who the fuck wants to go on that date? Well, do you think it's better or worse than like the yoga tantric sex dates? Worse. Because it's like a weird like hugging thing? Yeah. Like what? I don't even learn how to cuddle. Like it's like pretty much like A plus B equals C. Everyone knows how to fucking spoon. Like there was nothing in there that I was like, huh, didn't know that trick. Like at least, at least with the yoga, you're like doing something. A lot of people are learning things new. Sure. Like. I think I thought they were both basically as bad. I think it was like kind of one and the same. 
I don't know. The outside nature aspect, which Mike wasn't into, I agreed with. I was like, this doesn't look comfortable. Like, usually when I do this date, it's like inside in like a yoga studio with the yoga mat and they're wearing like yoga clothes. I I agree that like all of the sort of like nature-y rolling around with Katie, I just was like, I would be like hard pass. Can we just get like a day bed here or something? I would just be like, this is not for me. (laughs) Also like the coach. Yes. Cuddle Queen Jean. Yeah. That's her name. the whole thing was she's an intimacy coordinator thing did it like i would like that wouldn't be my top choice for a date but like at least i get it to a certain point this was like i've never even heard of a cuddle coach me neither i mean so i went to her website she has a lot of jobs she did (laughs) she did create this thing called like the cuddle sanctuary and she's like into helping people like find some kind of connection through cuddling. But her real job is she's an intimacy coordinator. Like she lives in LA and she helps productions with sex scenes. And that's cool. That actually probably would have been more interesting if like, they're like, let's like film something and she'll help everyone feel comfortable. I mean, they probably couldn't have like filmed a sex scene. I'm not recommending that, but that's actually like what probably pays her bills. If I had to guess. Um, Yeah, actually I did not know much about intimacy coordinators until Bridgerton. Yes, in Bridgerton, it was a big thing. Clearly, some of those people know what they're doing. I think who was the sex sex coordinator for the love sex sex life? Yeah, like (laughs) knew where you're going. Neat. Like those people need some of those people need to get paid very well. I also think I think that in the post Me Too era. And also like just this sort of like more forward thinking. I think it's like a way bigger job that people really focus on. And like it actually has taken on a much more important role, which is good. I think people need that. Yeah. I think also for liability reasons, it's probably like good to have someone there for it. Absolutely. Yeah. But this was not that. This was like weird cuddle session. Also, like cuddling is nice. Some people like it. Some people don't. But you definitely don't want someone like hovering over you while you're doing it. That's like no takes away from the intimacy. For sure. I am a huge cuddle person. Mm. Literally just with my child and my spouse. Don't want to be touched <laughs> by anybody else. Um, like I'm not a big like snuggler with my friends. I, some, I think like some people are like that. Um, but like, don't tell me how to do it. Yeah, I know. Also, it's like two people just need to find their connection together. And yeah. Find, and like, find what's comfortable. Yeah, whatever is comfortable. It might look weird to you, but it's comfortable to us. So like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't want someone being like, now you lay behind, (laughs) perfectly cusp. Like, no, it was just, no. And I felt weird because like, obviously you guys picked it because of, you know, him being a virgin. And then like, it all like was, it felt like this was weird for him because he's a virgin. And it was like, no, this was weird for anyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of thought he was sort of funny. I I mentioned this on Monday. I was like, his drug cartel comment I enjoyed. He just, he looked like a cult (laughs) member or like, or like in the TV show, The Leftovers. I'm just like, what's going on here? Like, why did they dress him like some kind of like, I don't know, like he's about to drink some, some Kool-Aid. I did not get drug cartel vibes at all. So when you said it, I like kind of laughed. Um, I got more of a like leader of a cult. This is what we wear at like Nixon, Nixon, that was called camps or whatever. Yeah. Like some sort of like, you're about to drink ayahuasca leader yes. type yes. of person. Yeah. Going on a trip, going to like get involved or like, you know, get in touch <laughs> with each other in a different way. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And I didn't know why they had to be wearing all white for this, but 
I will just never forget him talking about his mom so much on this day. It was made the, me so uncomfortable. The all white might have been like another note of like purity. Yeah, like that's a good point. Trying to weave that back into it, and good, I was just good like, point. Is, like, just leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a, uh, a very uncomfortable. Um, looking ahead to next week, I think the men tell all is actually next week. I was confused by that. So. I'm confused about the order of what's left because we got the mental all. Usually we then get hometowns, fantasy suites. Usually it goes hometowns, fantasy suites, mental all finale. But yeah. I think the mental all is next week. So I'm very confused. I think it's going to be a non-traditional ending, which kind of gets back to what I'd heard about. Um, it, it's, it's like the season ending in a weird way. Oh, okay. That I don't makes know. sense. I, I, the previews for next week did make it seem like it was the mental all, but also there wasn't like shots. I know. I think they the, just filmed it. I don't, I think it's not uh, done yet. Okay. I was like, I'm so confused at what I'm watching right now uh, with the, with the previews. Um, I'm so interested to hear what people say about Thomas. I know I'm looking, I'm sort of looking forward to revisiting some of the like more ridiculous stuff. I feel like now that I haven't been assaulted with these like gang ups, I'm like, re- I'm, I'm ready to revisit some of them. So I don't know. Yeah. It, should, it should be, uh, it should be good. I, and then, I'm just excited about Paradise. It's pretty soon now. It's not that far away. It's less than a month. Can't wait. The best version of the Bachelor franchise is Bachelor in Paradise. So I'm so excited. I think that the people that are on it look like pretty good. Um, Like it's a good cast. So like just enough crazies. Um, Cannot wait to see Victoria. Yeah, I'm excited too. So she, I mean, I, if I recognize her, she looks very different. Well, I don't think we'll recognize her, but if she looks like her Instagram, she doesn't look. She doesn't look bad. She just looks no, like a different person. Just a different. Just a, just a new look, a brand new look. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see it all. I love the messier dating shows. So F Boy Island starts F-boy, next week too. Yeah, between that and F Boy Island, I'm like, sign me up. Me too. I'm I'm fired up about that one too. We're definitely gonna talk about it. Um, we'll be back next week to just get into that and so much more. Thank you for listening. Like I mentioned, we got Peter and Dustin on Monday. Should be pretty good. And um, we'll talk more soon. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Craig. Oh yeah. And thanks to Craig. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I <always> forget. <laughs> and thanks to Craig Horlbeck for producing this episode. <laughs> Adios. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.